Well, hello, everybody. It is episode 11 of Gaslighting the Warfighter on this 30th day of March, 2022. My goodness, the time is flying. Hello, Rosie. Uh, how are you doing, my good friend? Recovering. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. What an incredible week that we, uh, we had just had up in Washington. And uh, yeah, we just come back uh, last evening. And uh, you look quite tired. Very tired. <laughs> yeah, well, our luggage is still somewhere between Washington and, and Houston. Um, yeah, it, it was, you know, a amazing experience, a humbling experience. And um, didn't, you know, it was like one in the morning when I finally, you know, uh, settled, yeah. settled in. <laughs> yeah. So what we're talking about is uh, we went up to Washington uh, this past week or this Monday, uh, and we were there for several different reasons. Uh, one. Uh, the SCOTUS case that had started the whole thing here, right? The whole to conversation on toxic exposure. Um, and uh, that, that's, we started there. Uh, then we, were, we went to the press conference uh, that has now uh, gone to the Senate level. And then we were at the Senate hearing, the uh, Senate Veterans Affairs Committee. What a, what a shit show that was. Uh, but we'll talk about that in, in great depth. But it was an eventful week. Um, a lot of press out there and talking about the situation, talking about the, the SCOTUS case, which I believe is one of the most interesting cases that has come up in quite some time, especially when it comes to veterans uh, and what they're arguing, right? Uh, you know, I think I, you know, I'll set the stage, Rosie, and, you know, you guys, uh, you're, you're deep in it. So I'd love for you to share exactly what's going on. But, you know, with the... What I found interesting is the arguments, the oral arguments that are happening uh, are in questioning the War's Powers Act, right? When it comes to reservist National Guardsmen uh, that are going off to combat and being called up uh, and then coming back and losing their jobs because of illnesses that they had received from their time in combat theater. Uh, that's what I think is extraordinarily interesting about this. And, you know, I've had my own experiences with Usera uh, when I came back from Iraq and when I was a union carpenter. Uh, you know, I, I had to I had to express to the to the school I was in, my carpenters training academy uh, or the apprenticeship school there that, uh, that these laws exist and, you know, uh, they're here to protect the veteran. Um, <clears throat> you know, so, you know, it's interesting to see the the argument here and why the Wars Power Act. Uh, is applicable and uh, when it comes to USERA and when it comes to reservists and National Guardsmen uh, that are being called up for uh, military service. So uh, with that, I'll, Rosie, I'll turn it over to you to kind of you know, explain in, in greater detail uh, so people out there can truly understand what it is, why this uh, SCOTUS case is so important. Sure, and I'm just going to read a quote from our attorney, uh, Andrew Tutt, a lawyer for um, Arnold and Porter mm -hmm. um, from the New York Times piece, and it says, uh, you know, uh, Andrew Tutt, a lawyer from Detroit, said, that, said allowing suits against states was necessary to ensure that people would volunteer to serve in the military, to convince soldiers to join that force, and to ensure that soldiers in it would be willing to risk significant injury without hesitation. Uh, he said Congress promised these soldiers that they would not be discriminated against on the basis of their military service or service-connected injuries. Um, you know, and in Leroy's case, um, what I can say is that... Uh, you know, he did return from war uh, with the lung injury and this brain injury, and then was sort of forced out the door, uh, not sort of, was forced out the door. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, you know, uh, USERA states very clearly, right, what it states. And, um, and so it's not just Leroy, right? There's like, we found out there's like tens of thousands of cases yeah. um, that have filed uh, 
with different entities like American Airlines, Walmart, whatever, right? Whatever the company is, mom and pop store, uh, a, a private sector, uh, you know, people work for all kinds of, of, of uh, uh, employers, state agencies in this case. So, you know, I mean, it, it, really, it really felt like such an injustice to, to see Leroy come home and, um, and deal with not only the VA part of it, which also is taking an act of Congress, right? <clears throat> In regards to constrictive bronchiolitis, um, no rating there. Uh, and then the DOD, you know, medical discharge, and then you have to deal with your employer. So there's three things that a veteran, a reservist or National Guard has to deal with when they come back and dealing with the war injury and dealing with their employer and trying to go through the claims process of both the DOD and VA side of things, those levels, <coughs> excuse me. So, you know, just, just such an injustice to, to, to know that you have to, on top of, you know, trying to adjust back to life is to have to worry about your job. Right. Right. So uh, thousands impacted, hundreds of thousands waiting to see the outcome of this decision from the justices of the United States Supreme Court. Um, and, you know, Tim, it just, you know, we, we began by advocating on the issue of burn pits because we just didn't have answers. Um, and it was sort of a curse and a blessing with the employer saying, you have to find answers. Why are you coughing? Right. Why are you coughing? Why do you sound like you're going to cough up a lung? You know, um, but it really, in the end, is it was was a bigger issue than that than we thought it to be. So, uh, really, going to help a lot of service members that that are, are are dual citizens working in a reserve and a national guard capacity. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And tens of thousands, you say, tens of thousands, right? And, and 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 the thing about it is, there's no precedent, right? So there's you know, this, this, what makes this so important is that all of, if, if the ruling is, is, is in favor of the Torres family, right, uh, and Leroy himself, then it is going to open the door for so many individuals that have been wronged uh, in the private industry by, you know, these, these private entities for whatever reasons, right? And, you know, I think, you know, when we look, we take this big step back, right, you know, it could have easily went another direction in the state of Texas and and, and the the, uh, the agency that Le, uh, Leroy was working for. They could have just put him into a desk job, right? They could have they could have done so many different other things uh, to, to keep him employed, but they chose not to, right? And what happened there, to your to your uh, point, you know, the the bittersweet of it all is now you know that opened the the opportunity uh, to say, hey, oh. Why am I being, why am I being discriminated against because of an injury that occurred that occurred to me? It, you know, it it might have uh, effects on my ability to do a, a job, but you know, on the street. But I'm still a law enforcement officer. I can still do other things. Reappropriate me for whatever that case may be, or whatever. However that works, I don't know. Uh, but you know, here we are now. Uh, it's gone all the way to the Supreme Court. What uh, what an incredible uh, tale, uh, right? Incredible story of. Of, you know, just and, and and this is just one of tens of thousands, as you say, right? Tens of Tim, thousands. They're, 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 how many other Leroy Torres is out are, are out there? You know, it's it's heart wrenching to think that there's so many families out there going through the same injustice, yeah. and it's just it's disgusting. You right. know, right. I just can't. And you know, and this goes back. This goes back to like we 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 talk a lot about in our community the veteran suicide, right? Uh, the rates of veteran suicide. Um, 
but you know what what we what we don't really talk about is all the things that are getting to this veteran to the point of of suicide right where we talk about toxic exposure and uh when we, when we talk about you know th something as simple as losing your job because of an injury that you you had from combat right that sets off a series of of uh, of events that you know potentially leads that veteran to saying you know what i just can't take this anymore and life would be better for my family without me Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. And, right. you know, the, so I, this is why, you know, we, we focus on these topics, right? This is why we bring it to the front of the conversation, because, you know, if we were going to really truly go after the things that uh, are causing the problems in our community, we, we got to expand our, our vision. We got to expand the things that we're looking at. Um, and I think this is one of those. And so does well, <laughs> obviously the Supreme Court as they've taken this uh, up into uh, conversation and argument. Um, so, and it was quite fascinating to hear the, you know, we, we sat in the Reserves Officer, Reserve Officers of America building, uh, which is right next to SCOTUS, and uh, we got to, to hear the, the arguments uh, in real time, and man, what a fascinating, fascinating experience, you know, to listen to the likes of Gorsuch and uh, Kavanaugh and, uh, you know, Elaine, uh, you know, all these different uh you know, justices asking the questions of, of, of the uh, lawyers uh, presiding over each side of the argument here. Um, and it truly makes you, like, takes it all into perspective, like, wow, like, this is, this conversation is going to change the lives of so many people. Um, and the way that the that law is looked at, right? You know, t talking specifically, like, listening to the, the arguments of, of the War Powers Act, like, and how the, the clauses of interstate commerce and, you know, the, the question that uh, Justice Gorsuch had put up is saying, uh, for example, uh, that, you know, how can, uh, you know, if we were to open the door where the veteran is allowed to sue the state under ex, uh, certain clauses, what is to keep the veteran from suing the state or a private citizen from suing the state for a pothole, right? And it was like, wow, I mean, thinking at that level of, you know, uh, of the conversation here, of the impacts that it can, that it can bring forward, Quite as quite fascinating, right? Uh, but but then them also highlighting the importance of 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 uh, national security and 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 military readiness, right? Oh yes, absolutely, absolutely. That was fascinating to hear. It's like okay, they get it, like they understand. And and I think one of the justices mentioned about like I have to, he had to really think about uh, as a justice uh, what happens in the next five hours and what happens in the next fifty years, like. Right. It's right. that that important, and I mean, man, Tim, what a humbling experience and 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 a surreal experience to uh, to know that you know, like you said, it's going to impact uh, tens of thousands, and then all everyone that's currently in the reserve and the guard, right? right. That that right. work for state agencies. So yeah, yeah, yeah it, it was, just it sets the precedent, right? Now this now this is something that you know, thirty thousand books of law can now point to and say, hey, there's a precedent here. Right? Is it you know, right, wrong, or indifferent? You know, but there's a precedent. And and you know, Tim, this just goes to um, the audience. Like, it's so important to, you know, um, I mean, I'm not an attorney. I'm not, you know, a, a researcher or any, anything like that. Like, I'm I'm uh, someone who served the veteran community for 23 years and 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 a spouse. Um, but that you 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 really your voice can change history. Like. Yeah. Just, you know, believing in in the injustice and knowing like, you know what, as a citizen, this is not okay, you know, right. um, and right. as a family that you could really, 
just amplify your 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 voice and 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 take this to to the steps of Congress and then take this to the steps of the Supreme Court and not not allow yourself to be silenced. Like <laughs> right three years oh. three years ago, Rosie, when when you and I first met, mm. like what a completely different time, right? In in terms of where where the headspace and timing was, in what the where everything was going, right? Uh, it's, you know, it, it seemed like hope was almost lost, that the voices were not being heard, and, mm-hmm. you know, that, uh, you know, this was just going to continue at status quo. And here we are three years later, where we're standing on the, the steps of Congress, we're standing on the steps of the Supreme Court, we're sitting in Senate hearings, uh, we're involved in legislation uh, and, and crafting a voice of what bills would look like to serve this community. Like, who, That's right. who would have, like, this... This is right to me, Rosie, is one of the most fascinating things I've ever been a part of, and I'm so proud, uh, one, to know you and Leroy, uh, and secondly, to be in the circle of, of people that you know, just really give a shit, right? And, and then say, you know what, you know, we're not going to let one more person die from this. And, and we heard a little bit of, of that from the Senate hearing and the, and the pontification and the, 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 the placations and the platitudes, right, where, you know, Senator Tester came out saying, hey, you know, we're, we're starting this, this meeting off with, you know, one less person. Well, God damn it, why? You guys are in the right. position of, you can change all that, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. we're on, the, we're on the, uh, the eve of losing another great American Marine, right? Dr. Kate Hendricks. It's like, what, what, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right, Tim. I mean, you're right. Like, you know, when we came to, to, to Grunt Style and when we came knocking on your door, you know, it was, it was really in, 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 in desperation to, you know, so that we, we didn't feel like we we're walking away from, from the issue um, really empty handed and, and, and telling the community, like, we have nothing else to offer. Like we, we're, we are being silenced at the highest level um and and you know i I believe god gives wisdom so you know it's like go 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 to veteran entrepreneurs like go to go to grunts so much has happened over 12 years i go write a book on how how the strategy you know was was given to us but um but you know when walking knocking on your door it was like we had to think outside the box and and then here like you said here we are um having conversations with of course all the top vso's John Stewart. Um, we have ambassadors like Jet Tilla from the Food Network, um, yeah. Chris Bedeau from from uh, Shark Tank. You know, just really coming to you guys and saying like, "Hey, help us, help your brothers and sisters amplify this and and get it to where uh, they're heard." Um, and you guys have done a beautiful job. And and look, we're still we have a meeting at four today to talk strategy again. Right. Um, right. And, and I think they've recognized. <laughs> You know, when you have companies like Grunstall showing up and the veteran community is like, this is not really the norm uh, in Washington where you have the veterans showing up to the hearings where you have veteran entrepreneurs and companies being part of that conversation. We've shifted that culture. Like it's, it's done. It's happening. Like there's no turning back. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you're absolutely right. And, you know, I think we're, and this is something I said to uh, you, the deputy secretary, uh, Donald Remy. Right. Is you're dealing with a whole different class, a whole different culture of, of war fighters. We are not mm-hmm. our fathers. We are not the we are not of the, the Vietnam veteran. 
we've watched our fathers and and their friends and their <laughs> and our mothers right die from Agent Orange and, and all those things and we lived with that and we watched that and then we went off and fought the wars again and we did that for 20 years 20 years ladies and gentlemen and we've been exposed to some of the most heinous dioxins and bullshit known to man right but we yeah. did it with a, we did it with a smile on our face because we did it for the person to our left and to our right and to all the people that we had left back in America right that's what we were doing it for right Right. And we we are not going to step. <laughs> we're not going to lay down, not to say that our fathers laid down. Right. But they knew that right. the, the system was was built against them. Mm -hmm. Well, we're, we're a younger generation. And I think, you know, we're going we're going to we're approaching this much differently to your point. Right. We're now private businesses are involved and we're all showing up and we're all in this conversation. And that yeah. has to continue and it has to and continue. I think Kate's friend, you know, in that video, um, if uh, we'll be sharing it and pushing it out later, and I'm sure you will too, um, you know, she talks about how these, 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 uh, you know, reservists, veterans, national guard, you know, service members, war fighters, um, that are, are impacted. Like these are, these are, uh, doctors, MIT yes. graduates, lawyers, yeah. um, you know, that, um, and that's the most Whatever. fascinating part about, like, you know, where we're at, right, is, you know, if you look at the reserve components in the National Guards, right, I believe that in, it is my opinion, uh, and, and there's a lot of fact to support this, that the, the reserve uh, forces of, of the United States have done more for the global war on terrorism than probably anything since the, uh, World War II, right, because uh, we're bringing some of the finest minds of the private industry into combat. And I can speak about that, you know, just in the Triangle of Death in my time in 2004, 2005. Um, and, you know, these people like like Kate's friends, right? Uh, they they are of the, the, the smartest people in America, right? Yeah. And now they're dying. Mm -hmm. They're dying from shit that, that they were exposed to 10, yeah. 12, 13 years ago. It's like, come on. That, that, that's right. I mean, you know, Dr. Thomas is very accomplished uh, in, in her field and, you know, a, a, a Marine and, you know, she did TED Talks and, you know, I mean, like, right. I don't know if, you know, and I think they're, they're grasping that, right? Like, well, maybe, maybe they are, maybe they just don't care. When I say they, I mean, you know, the, the, the committees, yeah. um, but they will know, right? They will know um, if they don't know yet. Um, that right. the, these these individuals are not are not going away, and 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 these are people that are you know crafting their messages and and working uh, you know in the back end to 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 show up, Tim. And and I know you're going to talk about this in a little bit, but um, I, it, it's not it's not we're not at ten years ago, you know. And 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 this isn't a, a, an issue of Republican or Democrat, like. No one cares about that. Yeah, right. You know, I get I get so many messages from people because uh, I'll post video uh, photos up of me standing with Nancy Pelosi or all the other, you know, Jill and Brand and the people like there. Like, listen, like I'm not here for politics. I'm not playing right. a political people game. I'm I I am I'm talking to the people that can influence the things that we need to get done. And yeah. you know, we we and this is and this is where i, I implore you uh, uh, the people listening right we have to put our politics aside here we have to the only way that we are going to get this finished is we put the maximum amount of pressure 
on these individuals to let them know that we are not going to take this. We are not going to let them walk all over us. We're not going to let them, you know, pr- yeah. keep another one of our brothers and sisters from getting the health care that they desperately need to stay alive. Right. That's right. I mean, Tim, look, the P- Kate is on hospice. Yeah. She'll be gone in two, two weeks. Those, right? That's the, those listeners that have, you know, bullshit responses about party, tell it to Kate. Yeah. Kate doesn't care if it's red or blue or purple or like that has nothing to do with the issue. Like this is not about that. And we, and just to clarify, we are having meetings with Republicans. Like we need them both. And um, you know, to see and watch the bullshit of people commenting about this being about one party, like, you have not been to the funerals that we've been to. And those families, I promise you, tell those comments to the Gold Star families, they're going to shut you down faster than you can blink. Yeah. So it, I'm pissed off and I'm tired of seeing it. Yeah. And so, you know what I mean? Like we need um, Senator Rubio and Blackburn. And we're having these meetings with these Republicans and the Democrats. Yeah. So this is an American issue and people need to open their freaking eyes and recognize it as such. And if if they if they're not, then step the hell aside. Yeah. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. And you're I think you're right. Like, you know, and I've said this I've said this, you know, more times than I would like to, right? And this is an American issue, right? Because if we can if we continue to demonstrate as uh, as as a society, then mm-hmm. we're not willing to take care of the people that are going off to fight the wars of this country, mm-hmm. then we already we our one percent that is volunteering in this military will 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 shrink to a smaller number than that, and the next thing we'll get is conscription, and none of us in America, none of us in America want a conscripted United States military. Why? Because we're going to get a different product. We are what we are because we choose, as a population, to go and serve our country. It's not forced upon us. It's not mandated. We choose that. And if we cannot honor those, you know, that, 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 that idea by taking care of the warfighter after they come home from these types of illnesses, then we're doing it wrong. And, and then God help us for what the future looks like. Because yeah. we could have controlled it and we could have made it all different. And now getting into the Senate hearing, right, this is... This is where you know things get a little bit dicey, right? Things get a little bit, a little bit more crazy, and you know I saw this with my own eyes. You were there, and uh, everybody else uh, was there, and you know uh, it started out with a full room, right? right? And by the end of the conversation, to when the uh, veteran service uh, organizations and the families had the opportunity to talk, there were only two men left standing in the room: Senator Moran and Senator Tester. Nobody else gave a shit. Nobody else wanted to hear from the families. Nobody wanted to hear from the VSOs. They wanted to come in there and ask their, their three questions, right, that came you know, specifically around uh, the cost of the bill itself and uh, their, their concerns of the infrastructure of the VA. And then mm-hmm. they got their answers from the, uh, uh, you know, the McDonough, who's the, the, the honorable chair of the VA, secretary of the VA. And once he was done and they asked their questions, it was like meeting adjourned, <laughs> right? Nobody, right? They didn't give a shit, right? That's what we're dealing with, guys. Everybody listening is they don't give a shit. 
about what is going on. And it's time that they felt that pressure. Yep. Absolutely. So that takes us to the rallies. <laughs> well, you know, I, and I think, I think it's, I think it's interesting, right? You know, um, I've never sat in a, a committee hearing like that before, right? And uh, and I'm I'm scratching my head, you know, to to all these questions. I was I was maximally engaged. I've, I found it fascinating. Um, the some of the you know when it came to the questions of is is this going to put too much pressure on the VA and it's going to collapse the system. And, the, and the, the, the question was, you know, what is the number of people in backlog right now? It's 250,000 per the secretary. They said, right. you know, at, at one point to 2019, uh, it was over 2 million in backlog. Yeah. Right. Uh, but, you know, is, the, is by opening up the 3.5 million uh, veterans to the opportunity of, of getting health care if they feel that they uh, d need to because of, of the illnesses that they're starting to encounter uh, would that would that one blow up the cost and two blow up the infrastructure and create a longer backlog well it's not like the the, the, the SVAC was ever giving a shit about the backlog anyway after I heard that you know there's 31 land leases for the the committee to vote on to give them the opportunity to expand more health care so it's like it's a trick bag Mm -hmm. Right. The, yep. And I, I, as a business owner uh, and 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 a, and a business person, and I, I look at these people, I was like, my gosh, no wonder this bureaucracy is impossible. Is because there's ineptitude everywhere, and they're and they're not willing to solve the root problem, right? Right. And it's just placation, placation. Just drop a little bit over here, drop a little bit over here, but it's never solving the real problem. Like thirty-one land leases that are that could open up thirty-one new treatment facilities across the United States, and we still and the the oldest contract going back to twenty nineteen, and they still have not been approved. Why? Because they're not serious about veteran health care. No. The Congress, specifically. Right. That's absolutely right, Tim. I mean, you know, I've been attending these hearings for over a decade, and it's the same. You know. Same, same talking points, same conversations. And, and it gets frustrating. People do get tired, right, of, 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 of listening to the nonsense. Um, and, you know, I, I, I feel like what we're doing as, as, as a team in um, equipping, you know, this, this group of people impacted to take matters into their own hands and, and you know, and mobilize and, and you know, advocate, like, I, th I believe that, you know, it'll, it'll allow us to put pressure in a sense that, you know, the way the 9-11 community did, yeah. you know, they, they had hearings and they had conversations and backdoor conversations, but it wasn't until, you know, the, 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 the constituents took matters into their own hands and said, nope, we're not okay with that. That's not going to happen. Like stop with this, you know, uh, idea of, of, uh, of, of delay and deny of, of what the, all they've delivered is that. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm glad you got to experience the hearing. Um, after talking with the families and the Gold Star families and the children, you know, they're all sitting there. They were all upset. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing out of 
everyone's mouth is like they were angry, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, they were they were they were highly disrespected, right? Highly disrespected. And then yeah, I look and, and, then I look at that board, right? And I look at that committee, and the and the first thing that that really set me off was I, I look at each and every one of those individuals, probably all of them over the age of sixty five. Fair. Mm-hmm. Not one of them ever served in freaking Vietnam, right? And they start the committee with, hey, we want to, you know, it's National Vietnam Veterans uh, you know, Day, Recognition Day. We want to, you know, thank you all of you veterans, uh, Vietnam veterans, blah, 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 blah. Like, you, uh, I, I went and called my reporter friend and I asked him, hey, here's a story for you. Why don't you do, uh, why don't you do some research and, uh, you know, find out how many of the people that are on the SVAC, uh, you know, deferred their Vietnam drafting or the Vietnam draft. I would mm-hmm. venture to say <laughs> it's a pretty su- surprising number. Right. Yeah. I mean, Tim, it's, you know, they're oblivious to it. And I, you know, there's really no sincere, you know, <laughs> connection with, with anyone that was sitting in the crowd. Like everyone's just a number to them. Yeah. And, and, and because they're not personally impacted, they really don't care. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> but I think it's going to take a lot of us, you know, moving those chess pieces and aligning ourselves to not give them the opportunity to hide behind their staffer, right? Like stop with the gatekeepers, like people are dying. Yeah, And and so we need to bring, you know, like John and them mentioned, you know, people in wheelchairs and hooked up to oxygen tanks, like we're going to do it. It's, it's, it's happening. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, one of the, I, I would have never, never, ever, ever in, in God's green earth would have believed after listening, uh, you know, listening to the committee that I would ever say this. And this is my comment. Bernie Sanders blew me out of my chair when he said, what are we even talking about? Why is this even a thing? We should just give all the veterans health care, 100% health care, and be done with it. And then give them dental. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Holy shit, did you just hear what Bernie Sanders said? That crazy, the crazy guy. <laughs> like, yeah, he's yeah, actually yeah. making sense. Like, what Definitely. are we talking about? Why is this even an issue? That's all he said. And then he, uh, and, and he, made, he made it very clear. He's like, you know, we've, we've disrespected the veterans for long enough, right? And, and, and he's like, and I'm going to continue to bring this one up that uh, veterans, veterans need dental. The VA needs to offer dental care. And, and then he went on to say that there's a, a, another committee meeting, I believe that's happening today, uh, or maybe it was yesterday, I can't remember. Um, but uh, yeah, unbelievable. I was like, wow, I never would have thought that in all my days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, people usually don't get to experience those types of hearings and really know what's going on and just assume that, you know, honest conversations are happening and they're being represented by the member that they elected into office. And little do they know, like there's negotiations happening and it's about, you know, their opinion and money. And yeah, it's just a sad, sad thing. So, you know, we filled up the room um, and, and, and we'll do it again and we'll bring more people. And if they have to sit in the hallway, they'll sit in the hallway. But um yeah. Oh, those those VSOs were sure. <laughs> they, they were they were they they definitely made sure that they got their seats before the family members did. <laughs> That's what I don't understand. Like, what the fuck are we doing? 
That is crazy. <laughs> the people that pay their salaries. Okay. Right. 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 <laughs> okay. But if I was if I was ever to go to any one of those uh, those big six you know members and ask them, hey, what have you received in terms of information on toxic exposure that your 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 leaders are are on Capitol Hill doing? They probably would say zero. Mm-hmm. 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 Because they're not talking about it within their own institution, right? These these organizations have millions and millions of 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 people within it, right? Spread across the United States, and you know it's their their greatest tool. Why aren't they activating those individuals saying, "Hey, we need you. Come come with us. Come join us on Capitol Hill. Come join us and talk about uh, toxic exposure." They're not, right? It's they're leaving it to private organizations. It's not my responsibility to do this. I'm a private business. Yeah, Style, right. like what the what the fuck are we doing here? I sell shirts. Yeah, that's right. Right, right, right. But that just goes to show you, Tim, what's wrong with the picture yeah. here? Like, you know, it's it's backwards. It's all backwards. And, you know, I mean, I've been saying it and, and you know, I've been slapped on the hand a couple of times uh, by feel, but, um, <laughs> you know, he knows, how I feel. Right. he knows how I feel about it. Um, and, it, you know, call it the spade of spades, but... Um, it's it's pretty disgusting and it's sad it's sad that i had to go knock on grunstall's door and it's sad that i had to knock on you know gentilla's and all these people like that we had to bring in john like it took us mobilizing and i'm very proud of our team yes, like yes. i'm very honored uh to be part of you know this this group of amazing amazing advocates i mean we lost will thompson uh, you know, he, 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 he walked the halls of Congress with us too. And, and look, like you said, like, you know, Dr. Hendricks, I mean, Dr. Kate, um, she, um, she doesn't have much longer and, and, yeah. and her friend that her sisters were there, you know, yeah. uh, uh, advocating on her behalf. So, you know, we're not going to stop it, it. It just, people are tired and, and, and they want justice. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a, we'll, I saw, I, I saw Dr. Kate's, uh, the YouTube video. Put on by her friend Mindy, man. Yeah, powerful, yeah. powerful. We'll be pushing that out all day today. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And again, it's just one of those things. Like we were, we're losing great Americans, <laughs> great Americans, mm-hmm. to something mm-hmm. like this. I brought, I brought my 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 my, my dear friend Frank Hazelwood's daughter uh, with me on this trip, right? And this is her first time experiencing all the work that has been done in regards to this. Her father died in 2012 because of this. Uh, illness, right? And you know, it's had some lasting effects on that family. And it's just one, one, one family. One family. Right? It's incredible, incredible. But, so, but that leads us to what we need to be doing next, right? So we, you know, we, need, to, we need to start mobilizing, right? We need to start yeah. putting the pressure on the individuals that, you know, that, that sit here and say, you know, the, the, the cost of human life uh, and the... Uh, you know, from from the conflict of war is just too much and we are and we 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 just can't do it right and and those people are the the blackburns the 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 senator the the morans the testers uh of the world and sure they'll tell you they want to get something done absolutely yeah because you know they're they're <laughs> they're politicians that's what they do yeah. but you know it's it's time that we we show up in their in their areas and we do it with with class because we're veterans we do we do it properly, and we let our voices be heard, and right. you know, that's what Rosie and I are going to be working on uh, through the uh, the month of April. We're we're going to be setting up these little rallies, right? In Kansas, Senator Moran, we're coming to talk to you. In Tennessee, Senator Blackburn, coming to talk to you, 
right? And those right. are the first two that we know uh, are the big things. Because we need, at the end of the day, we need 10 Republicans to come over and uh, for this bill mm -hmm. to become law. Yeah, I mean, we have 34 great Republicans yeah. that um, signed on to the House version, right? Right, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, we need 10, Tom. You're, I mean, you're, you're right, you're right, um, Tim, sorry. Um, you're right. We only need 10 and, and we need to start somewhere. So definitely let's start with Moran. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, you know, the the veteran, the Department of Veteran Affairs came out in that committee and, and said 100 percent they support this bill. Right. That's mm -hmm. all we need to know. Right. Now it's time to to get all of the other people on board. Right. And to my Republican friends out there, like this is your time. Well, you know, the 17, the 17 global war on terrorism veterans of the of the Congress that voted no against us. I'm ashamed of you. I'm ashamed of you. You could do better. Yeah. That's right. And you yeah. know what, Tim? Um, we, we actually already started, right, with the rallies in Ohio. Um, uh, uh, Tim Hauser, one of our advocates, um, yeah. they set up across the street from uh, Senator Portman's office. And, you know, they had press coverage and all of that. Yeah. And so you know, we're very proud uh, of how they're, you know, leading and, and, and getting things done. And, the, you know, these veterans are tired. They're sick and dying. And uh, they're pulling their resources together to make it happen. And and you're right. So stay tuned for that Kansas and, and Tennessee uh, yeah. rally. We're going to need your help out there, everybody. If you live in Kansas uh, and Tennessee, stand by for some dates. Uh, and you know, myself and Rosie, uh, we'll be there. I'll bring John Stewart. I'll bring John Field. I'll bring everybody that is, is necessary to get these the, the, the attention of these individuals, right? And most importantly, we're going to bring the press, right? Because right. the press is going to want to, to have a, a, bit, a little bit of this story uh, to get out there because it is election season, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and there's nothing right. more squirmy than a uh, representative or senator that is up for election. Absolutely, Tim. But, Absolutely. You know, and it's sad. Again, it's sad that this has to happen. It's sad that, that you know, we, we are having to... You know, Spend money to go to a place to get the attention of an individual to say, oh, you know what? Maybe you know, you know, it, it's not a, it's not about cost. It's not a it's not about uh, you know the infrastructure, right? You know, it's about it's about doing the right thing for the 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 contracts that we've engaged with in these individuals, uh, and, and 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 honestly, the the dignity that they deserve. <laughs> Right, right. And, and, you know, most importantly, Tim, um, uh, uh, you know, this isn't just about uh, presumption, but, but that, you know, once presumptions acknowledged, um, it'll give us opportunity for, for VA and DOD to implement these healthcare monitoring programs yeah. and um, treatment based research, right, not research to prove that this issue exists but treatment-based, right? So right. That, that we can give people the treatment they need. So yeah, it's just super important. It's And it's not about just um, money, but, um, you know, I talked to a few Gold Star wives, survivors, widows that told me like, you know, that healthcare uh, bill doesn't help me. You know, I, I, I need presumption. I need death benefits. And if I have to wait, like, what do I tell my children? You know, yeah. so just... It, it was it, it, to see what happened at that hearing at that press conference and to see the children of the fallen, you know, aligned right there next to John. Um, I mean, look again, it's not about party like these, 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 these children lost their daddies and their mommies and, 
and uh and that's what's important here yeah 100 you know? 100% and you know what i love as well is like you know what 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 has been crafted with the you know, honoring our pact act is not necessarily you know 100% focused on the GWAP veteran right it picks up all the veterans that the government has fucked over for over 60 years right yeah. it picks up the rest of the vietnam veterans that have not been able to get ser- uh, service related health care uh, from their their injuries in Vietnam, it picks up the families that have been drinking toxic water in the '80s from Camp Lejeune. Uh, it, it, pick, it picks up so many different parts, right? Because it is important that we are capturing the the the, the total population, right, of of individuals, rather than uh, you know going after a very specific thing, right? And and people have said, well, you know, you should be you should go after the specific and not blanket. Well, no. No, the veteran issue is a more complicated issue than just one specific touch point. And we need to, mm-hmm. and, and this is the bill that has the opportunity to, to blanket it all, bring it all in, and right the wrongs that have been happening for over six decades. Right. Yeah. I, I, I know they're going to figure this out, Tim. We just need to, we just need to do our part, yeah, you know? Absolutely. And, but it's an encouraging week, right? We have a lot of negative in the conversation here, but and let's end it on a positive note, right? Encouraging week. <laughs> Um, you know, you had an incredible team of, of litigators uh, up representing your case on uh, uh, in the Supreme Court. Uh, so we're going to be very excited. When should we be expecting a opinion on uh, on that hearing? Um, you know, Tim, I, I don't know. It could be next week. It could be in a month. Um, the deadline is June 30th, right? Okay. They have until June 30th to make a decision. And I really hope they take their time yeah. in um, in deciding because it's not, you know, something that should be decided overnight. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, just honored to to represent that class of people that that are waiting on on you, Sarah, decisions, yeah. you know. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm encouraged that um, we had a, a, a great conversation with um, Chuck Schumer and and uh, the majority uh, Senate uh, uh, position. Uh, so uh, we we're quite, f- I find that favorable, right? Uh, I find mm-hmm. the- yeah. Rubio couldn't be there, his staff did email, yeah. um, but that, um, you know, uh, they'll be there at the next one. So Absolutely. that was great to hear. Right. I'm, uh, I'm encouraged that Mr. Rubio can bring more Republicans to the conversation. Uh, so we got, we got a lot of great things moving our direction. Um, now it's time mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, just push it a little bit further, do some do some grass rooting, uh, and 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 show up in places where they're not expecting us to show up, and do what we do best, right? Be professional, be loud, and and and, and get our point across. Um, and that's and that's exactly what we intend to do moving forward. And uh, Rosie, every day uh, working beside you on this issue, uh, I, I I'm just proud to to know that there are incredible americans like yourselves and, and out there that are, are willing to take this all the way to the end yeah thank you tim i mean look we're honored um we're, we we just do it because we know there are others right and uh and 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 if this changes the life of of just one person uh then it was all worth it in the end so yeah it's just an honor right on well, that, ladies and gentlemen, will be the end of uh, this episode 11 of Gaslighting the Warfighter. And uh, stay tuned for more. Uh, Grunstall will be putting out information on what uh, the future of these uh, mobilizations will look like in Kansas and Tennessee. Uh, 
and uh, we'll get that information out as uh, soon as, as that continues to develop. Uh, so stay tuned for more. We'll see you on the next uh, broadcast, our next episode of Gaslighting the Warfighter. Rosie, as always, my pleasure being with you again today. Pass my, uh, my love on to Mr. Torres, and uh, we will see all of you in 30 days.